Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. This is our sixth and seventh Sidra, our sixth and seventh Aliyah of this Torah portion of Kitetse, which means when you go out. And this is the Friday-Saturday portion covering Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 5, all the way to chapter 25, verse 19. But we're going to hang out in chapter 24, and I want to start off by reading verses 14 and 15, and then jumping to 17 and 18. It says, You are not to oppress a hired servant who is poor and needy, whether he is from your brothers or outside in your land within your town gates. On that day you are to give him his wages. The sun is is not to set on it, for he is poor, and he sets his heart on it. Otherwise, he will cry out against uh, you to Adonai, and you will have sin on you. Now, jumping down to uh, verses 17 and 18, you are not to twist justice for an outsider or an orphan, and you are not to take as collateral a widow's clothing, but you are to remember that you were slaves in Egypt. And Adonai your God redeemed you from there, therefore I am commanding you to do this thing. Boy, a lot of these commandments in Deuteronomy just fall under the category of love your neighbor as yourself, the golden rule. So basically, the, you know, we've heard in, in the big buzzword or the big buzz phrase here in the last couple years is social justice, social justice, social justice. But what the world means by social justice is not what God means by social justice. What God means here by social justice is that if you have an, uh, an immigrant or, or a migrant worker or if you have somebody that's poor, that that uh, you know is on welfare, or what have you, somebody that's needy, that when you you are to hire them, if they are qualified, then you are to hire them and help them. Why? Because your ancestors were once that way. Whether you're a Jew or whether you're not, your ancestors were likely poor immigrants. If you live in Canada and the United States, you know we're to remember that we were slaves in Egypt. We were poor when we were in Egypt. A lot of people who come over to Canada and the United States came over because of the potato famine in Ireland and all this kind of stuff. So they were poor immigrants and we wanted somebody to give us a job and, and, and our ancestors a job and to have mercy on us. And so it says, you are not to oppress a hired servant who is poor and needy, whether it's from your brothers, you know, he, he, you know, you can't just show favoritism to those who are the same ethnicity and religion as you. Um, so it says on that day when you give him his wages, so basically pay him when the payment is due. Don't withhold it because they need it. They're living from hand to mouth, from paycheck to paycheck. So God is wanting justice for the immigrant, for the foreigner, for the Gentile, for the stranger, for the hired worker. All right. So now, and it also says in verse 17, you are not to twist justice for an outsider or an orphan. This could either be to slight them, to give them at a disadvantage, or to even maybe put them at, his, at an advantage if it's unfair, if it's a bribe or showing extra favoritism. It's basically saying be fair and even-handed to everybody, whether rich or poor, whether bond or free, whether Jew or Gentile, what have you. But specifically, justice for the orphan and the widow and the outsider. These are the ones that we're supposed to pay attention to in our society because they are less fortunate and they need our help more than anybody. An outsider, you know, they're usually slighted and don't get jobs and, and orphans. They have no parents to take care of them. And widows, they have no husband to support them or, or what have you. So it says you are not to twist justice for an outsider or orphan and you are not to take collateral on a widow's clothes. But you are to remember 
that you were slaves. Remember where you came from. Remember your humble beginnings. Remember you were in their shoes at one point. If you weren't, literally your ancestors at least were, so honor your ancestors. So it says, remember that you were slaves in Egypt and Adonai your God redeemed you from there. Uh, you don't deserve it. You didn't deserve it, but God graciously redeemed you from there. He says, therefore, I'm commanding you to do these things. Now, let's finish off with verses 19 through 22. And it says, when you reap your harvest in your field and have forgotten a sheaf in the field, you are not to go back again to get it. It is for the outsider, for the orphan and for the widow in order that Adonai, your God, may bless you uh, and bless all the work of your hands. This was basically God's divine welfare system. There wasn't a governmental system that just doled out money. They wanted to maintain the pride and integrity of the poor and unfortunate by allowing them to earn their living through work. They may not be able to get a regular job. Jobs may be scarce, but at least they can glean in a field and they can pick up the sheaves that were left behind so they could at least feed their family. And we see this exact same thing happen in the book of Ruth. Read the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth is all about Deuteronomy chapter uh, 23 uh, verses, or 24 rather, verses 19 through 22. So let's continue on. When you beat your olive tree, you are not to search through the branches afterwards. It is for the outsider, for the orphan, for the widow. When you harvest your vineyard, you are not to pick over it afterwards. It is for the outsider, for the orphan, for the widow. You are to remember that you were slaves in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I'm commanding you to do this thing. Many of us are not farmers. Many of us do not have olive trees, orchards, grain fields, what have you. So how do we keep this commandment? We keep this commandment by buying a little extra food, a little extra canned goods that we could give to a food bank or that we can give to somebody who we secretly that we know is less fortunate. Give it to them without them knowing that it was us because we don't want uh, sometimes they won't take charity or we don't want them to be shamed. So these are ways that we can take this ancient commandment and fulfill it in our modern day lives by buying a little extra at the grocery store and giving it to a, a food bank or to a needy family. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.